Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco, all proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's our number Three live in Los Angeles. It's the hurt. So we do radio this hour. Not sure where we are on TV, but for the next several days, we're doing two hours on the tube, and our third hour is mostly radio. So uh, you know, it comes a little unglued here. <laughs> Yesterday we talked about texting and things that bother me with that, and I got a lot of response about that. Things that bother me. The phone bothers me. Was that from the wife or friends, family, concerned siblings? Uh, not siblings. Uh, concerned A bunch children? of friends text me and they said, okay, 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 I'll text you back. It does drive me nuts, though. When somebody texts me, hey, Colin, do you guys want to go to dinner Saturday night? And I immediately answer yes, what time and where, and they wait two days. Oh, jeez. I know the phone's in their hand. I know they're not in physical harm. Get back to the texting. With that, we bring on an esteemed guest, a friend, two-time Olympian, a Hall of Famer, Birmingham, Michigan's hey. pride, Cranbrook High School, Alexi Lawless, Fox Sports. You're punching it out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, America. Now, you are very dressed up today. You're getting ready for some coverage. Ah, uh, yes, I am. God, I'm, I, I got to put on the uh, suit. I'm wearing pants today, so that's uh, that's something that's uh, good. And well, because of your show, <laughs> because of the bottom half that okay. is being shown to America. I always think it's interesting when you, because you're a straight shooter with none of the bull, mm-hmm. uh, you get a lot of pushback on uh, the Bird app, which I love. Oh, you're, bring it. You're, bring it. I know. you're. Def- I'm a glutton for punishment over there. You're defiant you know. truth teller. Well, you know. Okay. Screw them, you know. I'm gonna, I will, I will, I will hunt you down like a dog. <laughs> all right, to your to your parents' basement. Okay, four big questions. 
Lionel Messi had a marvelous goal today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the biggest moment in terms of uh, personnel in the history of the MLS. Any pushback from anybody on it, it seems like a win, 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 win. I, I don't know how, if you call yourself a soccer fan or even a casual soccer fan, that you can paint this in anything but a positive for Major League Soccer, for Inter-Miami, uh, the team that he is going to, and I guess for American soccer in general. This is a coup, all right? He could have gone to Saudi Arabia for yes. ridiculous amounts of money. Was. I know. Well, who's not going to Saudi Arabia? Who's not taking the Saudi Arabia money right now? <laughs> Evidently, Messi. So this is a wonderful thing for MLS. They can use it. I think it will look be looked at as a, uh, a seminal moment. You're looking at arguably the greatest of all time coming here uh, and you know everything that he brings and whether it's the social media or whether it's just the 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 attention and the credibility but for the first time ever we are going to see Messi play in a league that is built on manufactured parity where he is not playing with the best players surrounding him where he's not playing for not only the best team Inter Miami right now is not a good team right. at all yeah. and so he might look very different in the context of the unique aspects that come with Major League Soccer, both on and off the field, traveling seven hours to Vancouver, playing on different types of surfaces, different types of weather. So we're going to see him out of that cocoon that he has lived in and been incredible in for a long time. Uh, for the record, what I mean, obviously, he's a great goal scorer. Mm-hmm. The first time you saw him, was it the twitchiness? Uh what was the first thing that jumped out to you? It was, I mean, first off, if you were to not know anything about soccer and see him walking down the street, there's no way that you would look at him and say, well, there goes arguably the greatest soccer player ever and one of the most famous and greatest athletes ever to go onto a sporting field. That's one thing. Uh, the the low center of gravity for a tall guy like myself would be incredibly difficult. You know, the the Barry Sanders, the Billy Sim, these types yeah. of players that are able to shift their weight very, very quickly yes. and get other players to have to bite uh, and therefore shift their weight. And it's just, you cannot do it quick enough. He sees things. He gets out of situations where there's two and three players around him. He makes other players better. He's much more rugged than people give him credit for because, look, he's lived for over a decade where people trying to decapitate him basically on the field, and yet he just rides off of challenges, is very durable, and like I said, shifts that weight and that low center of gravity that just screws a lot of players up. Has a little Gretzky quality, tends to see things about a pass ahead. Yep, and he is in places that he needs to be. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you about the U.S. men in the Gold Cup. So Mm -hmm. that starts next Saturday. A, explain, because I I do this every time. Fundamentally, explain to a soccer fan what the Gold Cup is, why it's important, and your view of how we'll do. Okay, so Gold Cup is our region. Our region is called CONCACAF. It has 41 teams. It's basically North America and the Caribbean. So you have the World Cup that that decides the champion of the entire world, and CONCACAF teams, including the U.S., are involved in that. And then you have your regional champions, which is what Gold Cup is, and it decides the champion of our region. It goes back and forth between us and Mexico. We are the big dogs in CONCACAF. Yeah, we're... It does feel like over the last maybe 24 months of stretching it, they had about a four-year run yep. where I felt they had better players. I feel like we've seized that rivalry. Oh, we own them. We own them. It makes me so happy. I think the U.S.-Mexico rivalry is the greatest rivalry in international soccer. Go ahead. Come at me. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. But obviously our proximity, our incredible history, all of the connections that we have. And to your point, now that that pendulum has swung towards the U.S., because there was a long time where Mexico owned us in terms of soccer. And right now that is not the case. You know, Greg Berhalter and his cycle uh, of the U.S. national team, 
win after win after win and great performance right now. So, you know, they play again tonight in a different type of tournament and then the Gold Cup, if everything goes as planned and the soccer gods smile upon us, we have a U.S.-Mexico final and yet again we beat Mexico. Um, it's a very young team. I said during last World Cup, I felt our next great World Cup was when these 22-year-olds are 26. Mm -hmm. So you think we should be favored in this Gold Cup? Yeah, we should. We, uh, in our region, we are, like I said, the big dogs. We absolutely should be favored, and that type of pressure comes. Okay. It will be some of the young players, some of the usual suspects that you know, but it's all with an effort to 2026 and making sure that when 2026 happens, that we make the most of it on and off the field. I mean, this talk about a seminal moment. This is going to be huge. The landscape has fundamentally changed. I'm sitting here in this chair with both of you good-looking gentlemen here yeah. and this incredible opportunity to talk to you because of the summer of 1994. The World Cup changed my life forever. It changed soccer forever. And in 2026, when it comes back to the United States, Canada, and Mexico, it's coming back to a very, very different type of landscape. And the U.S. team needs to put it in a good performance and go there not just to be there but go there to win will there be a player um we know the world's best players we know our top players mm -hmm. is there an emerging because as, as you have your pulisics mckinney dest we, we know our core yeah is there another player that i should just keep my eye on over the next few years a goal scorer is, you know, my, my kingdom for a goal scorer. And we have not found that true striker, number nine, whatever you want to call it, that person that consistently puts the fear of God in the opposition, that has to game plan for the opposition, and scores goals. The interesting thing going into the next three years is uh, the dual national situation. For example, yes. Flo Balogun, yes. okay? This is a player who grew up in the Arsenal system and had the opportunity to play for England or the U.S. We win, again against England, and uh, he is going to play for us. And so if he develops that would be really interesting because that is a that is a position of need going for right now it has been forever it has for it, it, it it has and and it showed up in the last world cup in qatar having somebody again and, and we're not alone in the world trying to find somebody to do the hardest thing that happens. There's about six of those yeah, guys, maybe it eight. It, it's difficult to do. So uh, someone like him I think will be interesting, and some players that maybe we haven't heard of yet that over the next three years will come to the, the, come to the fore, and the opportunity exists in, ta in that uh, platform in 26. Okay, July 20th, the Women's World Cup. Oh, yeah. So for 20 years, we were the dominant team. Japan was tough. Uh, we, we have some uh, rivals now that feel like they've bridged the gap. We also had an older team, and... And there's a pivot now to get younger for us. I think that's my world sure. view on this. We're, we're, it's hard. It's like the Warriors. You're dominant. You've got young guys, young young ladies, young people, and you, you try to bridge the gap. And now, how do you feel going in? Well, look, you know, we're going we're to be down there blowing it out with Fox down there. I will be down there spending six weeks down in front of the Opera House there in our set uh, in Australia. It's in Australia and New Zealand. Yes. As you mentioned, U.S. team still number one. Two World Cups in a row, going for three in a row, a three-peat, which has never been done, men's or women's. So wow. history is in the offing this summer as you tune in and watch the, uh, the U.S. women. But the rest of the world is gunning for us. As you mentioned, we have a, we have a head start. Let's be honest. That's Decades right. head start. That's we right. made it from a law perspective. We did the things to give opportunities and more opportunities and quality uh, for, for women's sports in general. Yeah, we and encouraged obviously, women's absolutely. sports and the, and the rest of the world and many countries and cultures didn't. But with limited resources, they can catch up very, very quickly. And the rest of the world is catching up. You look at a team like England, European champions, they would love nothing more, not only to win the World Cup, but to do it at the expense of the U.S. I, I don't... I want the U.S. to win. 
and, and I hope that they win, but if they lose, I just don't want them to lose to England. Because you think the English are insufferable now when it comes to their <laughs> soccer? Good God, if the women's national team also wins the World Cup, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Who is the best, you know, and again, the World Cup has passed. Mm-hmm. These things are cyclical. We, You know, there's, there's. I think it's Italy now, as was down, didn't make the World Cup. Last two World Cups, Italy has not uh, made the World Cup, so, so it, things e- happen. Even for great nations, you'll you'll have powerful France teams. It ebbs and flows. Um if, if I said to you, right now, our talent, our core, mm-hmm. uh, the FIFA World Rankings, eh, nebulous, but I think they're reasonable. If I said to you, can we become, by the next World Cup, a top 12 country? Yeah, I think, I, think we're, I think we can do that right now. You look at a team like Croatia, you know, with a couple million people, and yet they have done incredible things with, with less, to be quite honest with you. The U.S. team should go into 2026 uh, with the belief that they can win the World Cup. Now, do things have to go right? Absolutely. But right? I do think we have the most, I'll sound like such a newbie, I think our skill, our foot skill level, ball on foot, uh, clever, I think... We don't look like we looked 20 years no, ago. No, we've progressed. I think we are. From the Neanderthal days of my uh, generation, no, yes, we have progressed. No, but I think what we had in your generation was athletes who played yep. soccer at a high level. Now we have kids whose dads played soccer. Yep. Right? And I think our skill level, ball on foot, foot on ball and maneuvering through people. I mean, that's, to me, Pulisic, not a great goal scorer, but an ability to make people miss midfield attack that that's rare for us i feel like we've got several players now that bring that yeah to we've, the table. we've defended we've had great goalkeepers that's in the a, past always been good with the, the physical part yeah. of the yeah. game i think is something that we mastered a long time ago some of the nuances of the game they come with time they come with let's be honest it, although it's a you know something that can be criticized the specialization from a much younger age that's right. players being given great opportunities and resources and better coaching and better fields and more time with the ball that has to have an effect and the pathways whether it's major league soccer or any any place else i mean i had to i had to be on a field in a world cup to get the opportunity to go to europe to play okay we're talking about players right now in the u.s that some of them don't even step on the field yet from a major league soccer perspective and they're already being scouted and given opportunities and pathways i don't say that with any sense of uh of anger hell no this is awesome this may this warms the cockles of my red-headed heart to see all of these opportunities and we all stood on shoulders and we all want to push that boulder forward and it is a labor of love but it is still a labor but it's a little bit uh, more uh, easier each and every year as these things Things happen. Alexi Lawless, you're heading over some soccer coverage. Yep, yep. We got the UEFA Nations League coming, and then, like you mentioned, Gold Cup, and then Women's World Cup. So the summer of soccer is upon us, America. Let's Join hear it us, Alexi Lawless. By the hey, how awesome is he? By the way, he's done a really nice job for us. This dude is incredible. He does. Okay? Why do you like him? I, because I like the way that he talks about sports. I like the way that he talks about life, and he's just a good individual. And you yeah. know, in our industry, yeah, eh, those are sometimes few and far to be- uh, far between. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the good guys. Go crush. You can get up and go right. All right, I got to go to work. <laughs> one of us has to. Alexi Lawless, good stuff. Doesn't he get you fired up, J Mac, for that? Yeah, I'm that- very excited. It is. I was going to ask him about the rumored USA lineup for the Mexico match that leaked online. Uh, the forward he talked about is going to be starting, it looks like. Very exciting. Oh. I'm fired up tonight. No. I'm not going to try to say, is it Balogun? Yeah. Um, it looks awesome. I know I sound like an unsophisticated rube when I talk about soccer, but when I say like Pulisic, it's foot 
and the ball. Yeah. And the ability to carry it through people. We, we, for my entire childhood, we had to pass yeah. our way to success. In basketball, that's great. But in soccer, you need a Maradona, a Pele, a Cristiano Ronaldo, a Messi, Rooney. I'm going to go about, uh, about 60 yards here by myself, yeah. cut through people. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think Pulisic is one of the first. Landon Donovan had some of this where it's just like, get out the way. This star is going to take it toward the goal. Yeah. And it's, it's an unsophisticated way to say it because I am a, a soccer newbie. But I do think we have these emerging players that can do more of that. And it's really exciting. Very. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources thank you to our friends at panini america the official trading cards and nfts of the 2024 colin coward show panini america delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after nfl nba fifa and wnba trading cards Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Stock market up again today. Mortgage rates ticking down. Maybe we're not in a recession, J-Mac. Maybe you can make that big uh, purchase of a home or something. Wow, I I hadn't opened the stock market (laughs) in months. It's just been such a wasteland. Look at all that green today. Do you look at it on your phone? No? Several times a day. Jeez. 
Boy, look at you. You're all over this. Politics, stock market. Yeah. What's next? Real estate? No. Well, you, know, you just like to be well-rounded. You know? J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. As usual, we will start with the best quarterback in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, Colin. Regarded as obviously the best quarterback in the league, Burrow, um, earlier this week that Mahomes is the guy to knock off. But don't tell that to Jamar Chase, who was quick to defend his QB, Burrow, and also throw a little fuel on the Chiefs-Bengals rivalry. Oh, boy. Asked about the number one player in the NFL, with very little hesitation, you said. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Everybody knows that, yeah. (laughs) That's easy. MVP. He said Pat. Who said Pat? Joe. <laughs> what are you, you going to say? Yeah. He's your guy. Yeah. Obviously. I think I think even Joe Burrow would admit Mahomes has sort of separated. But is this becoming one of this is rapidly becoming one of the best Well, he, he's less mistake prone. I, I would say Mahomes and Burrow have shown an ability in third down, fourth down, red zone, crisis, play from behind to be highly efficient and spectacular. Uh, Allen can be highly spectacular, sometimes not efficient. Same for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Justin Herbert's not winning enough. You got me all in the your in my head about that Charger thing you mentioned earlier. But I think Burrow and Mahomes. I think Burrow's the one guy that if you said it's 44-42 and they play today, I would have said three years ago Allen or two years ago Allen. But I'd say Burrow can go toe to toe with him. I think Mahomes has the better arm, moves better, but Burrow's really good situationally. I'm quickly looking at the Chiefs' schedule to see if they play the Bengals this year because that's becoming like... Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I know there's some great rivals in the league. Cowboys have one. Um, Ravens, Steelers. What, what is the best... Give me like college football is all about rivalries. Yeah. What is the best NFL rivalry today? Oh, sweet. The Chiefs... I'm sorry. Chiefs play the Bengals. Wow. On New Year's Eve. Nice. In Kansas City. What's the best rivalry today? And again, you're talking about competent teams, not oldest, best. Probably go Jets-Bills. Okay. Uh, I think think think, Chiefs-Bengals is in the mix. I think Cowboys-Eagles is pretty feisty. Cowboys-Eagles is is indeed good. Um, But what's better than the two top quarterbacks in the league? And I think Burrow beat him three straight times. Niners-Rams? Steelers-Ravens feels... Is that one-sided? Well, it has been. So I was thinking about that the other day. If you were Kyle Shanahan and you own McVay regular season, but McVay's got the ring, which would you rather be? For the like, let's say for the next seven well, years, I'd rather have Shanahan the ring. keeps crushing him. Is Shanahan winning a, winning a ring? So that's the thing. Is that obviously? Yeah, I, I think it's the same way. It's like I think it drove McVay nuts. It drives him nuts that San Francisco's got the much better roster and the much better team, but in the end. 20 years from now, nobody's going to talk about the Niners' great regular season dominance. Like McVay, can, you can say whatever you want. Once you get the ring, yeah. it just changes everything. Yeah. I still remember that NFC Championship game. Rams-Niners uh, was epic. I was there with the family. And Cooper Cup, just watching him. Like, that game, if you go look it up on YouTube. just so, to, I mean, the 49ers controlled that game, and then Cup took over uh, late. So nice. I would say Eagles-Cowboys feels like the biggie. And then I would say... Ravens Steelers is really intense, and then the Niners problem, Rams. The problem with Ravens Steelers is the quarterback play isn't great. You watch Burrow Mahomes, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is like. Well, that's why every, you can't miss a yeah, possession. No, I, There's I, no wasted possessions. In yeah, this but that one feels like it's emerged in the last like 24 months. So, well, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, college sports is built for. Rivalries. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, next up. 
<laughs> Anthony Richardson and the Colts. Their, their off-season program wrapped up yesterday. Uh, the young quarterback from Florida is looking to earn the starting job in week one after he went fourth overall. He'll have to fight off Gardner Minshew, oh. who had this to say about the rookie's development. That was funny, man. I remember uh, like coming off the first day, he's like, man, that's fast. <laughs> like, yeah, it's only going to get slower, though, you know? So it's been cool to see him. He's really, he studies hard. He picks it up. He wants to learn. Um, so he's been doing a great job there, and he has been improving steadily, and I think he'll continue to. I would say no shot he starts week one. I mean, it's got to be Minshew. Minshew well, again, if you're offense. not a Super Bowl team, Carolina, Houston, and Indy, just start the kid. Well, the problem is Minshew knows the offense. Right? Well, you got a whole camp to figure it out. You got, you got. But Richardson has like he had like barely any starts in Florida. It was like twelve or fifteen. 13? But I, don't you think his game is really built like like it's different? Bryce Young's game is built on distribution. A lot of Richardson's game is just built on its power, its running. It's yeah. like to like me, Josh Allen it's had a the lot power. of yeah. It's just inst- like Josh Allen instinctive ability to make a play. Bryce Young's not a playmaker; he's a distributor. So guys that are playmakers. Just get them out there and let them make plays. They can't do anything on the bench. If you're a distributor, that feels different. You need the support system. I think Stroud and Young both were two-year starters, right, in college? At least, yeah. Pretty sure. Richardson barely did. I Mm. I would sit him for a year, let Minshew go get him, what, five, six wins? They're they're not going to be good even with Richardson, are they? The worst case is you're awful. You happen to fall backwards into the number one pick, and then you wasted a pick on Richardson because you're taking Caleb Williams. I've kind of changed my mind. If you're not a Super Bowl team, play the kid. For a first-round quarterback, if you're not but a Super Bowl team. damage him? I, I used to worry about that. If you get damaged losing football games, and you're not built to be the guy anyway. That's probably accurate. Uh, final story. Uh, NBA draft is one week away from today. I'm eagerly awaiting your mock draft, Cowherd. Uh, the Lakers haven't drafted a player with a first-round pick since 2018, but that looks to change next week. LA has the seventh overall pick. And remember, according to uh, Jonathan Gavoni, who had the report on the Warriors and Kaminga yesterday, the Lakers are looking to trade down with teams who have multiple picks. Um, are you a 17th pick is kind of right outside the lottery? It's not quite a dart throw, but I, I don't know. Would you give up the 17th pick in order to maybe get a couple more picks, a couple well, more bites of the apple? So what do the Lakers have to give up to get the 17th pick? 17th, and then um, I don't know. You can, can you? Hey, Lonnie Walker, go look at the tape that he had against the Warriors at one fourth quarter. Give me two picks. Like, would you take 26 and 29? Remember, they've hit on some later first-round picks. Kyle Kuzma was late first round. Yeah. Uh, Austin Reeves undrafted. Um, Was Caruso undrafted or or second round? I don't remember. But they've done well late in the first. Early, spotty. Um, But LeBron doesn't want to play with young guys anyway. Yeah, so what's... but, But again, if you really want to build, like Austin Reeves... I think if you could go, if you were the Lakers and could get to 17 and you find what you believe is a guy that's a potential five starter, like your fourth or fifth best starter, Austin Reeves is in that fourth or fifth best starter, you're always going to attract stars in L.A., then you go for it. What the Lakers are saying is, we know LeBron's not here long, we want to go find another Austin Reeves, who doesn't have to be our, he's not going to be our one, doesn't have to be our two, but can he be our four and five? There's a lot of value, you know, that's, they need youth. Because AD's not old, but looks old, and LeBron is old. 
uh, Jazz and Pacers with three first-round picks. I mean, it's, listen, it's not a great draft. None of the NBA drafts are great, right? You're not going to find, oh, there's guys We have great. one great player and about four really interesting players. And then maybe in the right circumstance, some guys like a Jamal Murray becomes a uh, borderline superstar. But Jamal Murray was a really good college player. So he was like, good, but he was where did lottery. He get drafted? He was lottery. Uh, yeah. Shea Gilgis-Alexander was lottery. Yeah. Devin Booker. I mean, if you're a lottery pick and you become an all-star, that's not shocking. No. I mean, lottery pick is the top 10 pick globally. Yeah. You Fred should. Van Vliet would be shocking. Right? Is it? Is it seventh? What did you say? Seventh is lottery? Seven, seventh is lottery. I think lottery is one through 14, and then the 16 teams that don't yeah. make the playoffs uh, are non-lottery. NBA's got a lot of. Yeah, they get. Larry Bird I'm excited exception. for the draft. There's a lot of weird things. We're going to do a lot of draft next week? Not a ton. We can do Victor Webanyama. I mean, there's not a ton to say about him. That really isn't. Yeah, that's the problem. It is It is interesting. I it, want you to get on, sorry, the Scoot Henderson bandwagon. No, Watch I've, the I've workouts watched, that he did no, no, out no. here in L.A. I've done the YouTube stuff. He's absolutely dynamic. He's very much in that player the media will fall in love with. Yes. Dynamic, dunks, fast. I mean, I just, just like John Wall, like, whoa, he's way quicker than other players. I don't think you win titles with those players, but I think they're fun to watch. And part of the NBA is just, is a guy fun to watch. Yeah. Do you do you remember your John Wall rant? I remember it. Yeah. I, I still think your first day on the job, that's ridiculous behavior. I would agree. But I still, like, anytime I hear John Wall, like, you're one of the things that I associate him with. And, and he, for a moment, Colin, looked like he was ascending to be one of the top point guards in the league. And then, you know, he slipped he was in the, the shower and... He was the fastest point guard I'd ever seen. Yeah, never really developed a shot. No. A lot of those dynamic guards yeah, they don't. don't. Yeah, Derek Rose didn't. Westbrook didn't. Because just think about this. If you are that dynamic, think about AAU high school college. You get to the basket. Yeah. Nobody ever forces you to shoot. Why do I need to learn how to shoot? Yeah. I can get by anybody and get to the rim. Yeah, and I mean, that's so, where they made And the when they eliminated, whenever that was, 2004, whenever when they eliminated the hand check, now it's impossible. Yeah. There, there used to be a time where Gary Payton or Michael could put their hand on you. It's over now. In fact, I've argued we should reinstitute the hand check. It will limit injuries. It's counterintuitive. If I can keep point guards in front of me, they won't drive to the basket, run into the Redwoods, get hurt, hit yeah, the floor. But then you get a bunch of physical action. You on slow it down. The NBA wants it fast. They I want know. pace, space, threes, points, I know. offense. Just like in the NFL where they, uh, you know, uh, pass interference is like a – nobody knows what, what is a catch. Pass interference, they make it because um, they want offense. They know that points equal eyeballs. Like and Raven Steelers you mentioned is awesome, but, like, those games are 13-10. You need Bengals, Chiefs any day of the week. I get it. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Very excited for it. Very excited. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Good to have you in. Last segment of the day. J-Mac, this last hour when you and I can just do mostly radio. Isn't it easy? Just fun, flying, seat All of it's easy. (laughs) It is kind of easy, right? A good guest today. How about those guys? Alexi Lawless, Lawless, Danny Green. So we're going to play a new game, and it may not last long depending on the trade market. (laughs) Let's make a beal. Are you ready to play? It's time for Let's Make a Beal. With TV's Colin Cowherd. So where's the best fit? Let's make a deal behind door number one, two, three. Ready to go? Yes, let's do it. Door number one, Philadelphia 76ers. Door number two, Miami Heat. 
Door number three, the Toronto Raptors. So what door will I choose? And I'll and I'll explain why I choose each one. I would choose Miami Heat. He went to the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have some trade assets like uh, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, uh, Victor Oladipo. We forget he got injured. They also had the worst offense in the league last year. Now that surprising, right? Because you watch them in the postseason. They'll probably lose Caleb Martin. They struggled offensively. Bam and Butler are defensive players. They need an offensive-minded dude. I think this is the best fit for him. It's interesting. Struess and Vincent are both free agents. I think Martin has one more year, but Beal could fit seamlessly on the team. I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. I think the Heat are the best one here. Okay. Um, all right, which team is a better fit for Bradley Beal? Door number one is the Boston Celtics. Door number two, the New Orleans Pelicans. And door number three, the New York Knickerbockers. Now, you have to dig a little deeper with this one. One of these teams has eight tradable future picks, and it's the New York Knicks. Oh, So not only could I move a Mitchell Robinson or a Josh Hart and R.J. Barrett, they've got a lot of draft capital that I can move. You know, if you give up Bradley Beal, you're starting over. John Wall's gone. Beal's gone. Rui Hachimura's gone. You're starting over. The Knicks have a lot. By the way, Beal with Jalen Brunson, that's a pretty taste. That's not bad. Now, the Knicks did not want to give up all the picks for Donovan Mitchell. Remember, and they lose him. To the Cavs, do you think I don't think Beal is better than Mitchell? I think Beal fits with Jalen Brunson mm. better than Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell at times can need the ball. Beal's very good. Beal's like a more athletic Clay Thompson. He can play off the ball, catch and shoot. And then you would move Randall to be your three. And right? then you're uh that's a that's a playoff team that can so win a series. Brunson one, Beal two, Randall three. That's I'm a real assuming team. RJ Barrett's out in the trade, right? Yeah, you, that's fine. But I got I got three guys. If I could keep Josh Hart, that would help, maybe. That's that's a good team. And if you could, you know, if, if Mitchell Robinson stays, I have a rim protector. Yeah. So that's my four in terms of value and impact. That's a real good team. That's a very good team. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, I that's the best. I think probably contending with the Celtics and Bucks, right? They're right there. Oh, if I had Jalen Brunson, Beal, Randall, and a rim protector, absolutely. That's, that's a very, I don't very think good it, team. I don't think it's a finals team, but I think it competes for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, door, uh, next one. Which team is a better fit for Bradley Beal? Door one is the Cavs. Door two is the Paper Clips, LA Clippers. Door three, Sacramento Kings. Now remember, Beal's not a point guard. The Clippers need a point guard. Sacramento's got one and could use a catch and shoot guy. Sabonis gives you no real offense. We like Keegan Murray, but he's a kid. Also, uh, Davian Mitchell is not an offensive guy. He's a defensive guy. Mm. So De'Aaron Fox with Bradley Beal, yeah. that is in the argument for best backcourt in the NBA. And again, you're not going to have the size of Denver, but could you outshoot them, outguard them? Could you? Could your backcourt beat their bigs, Gordon Porter? I think Sacramento, yeah. that's a they, really interesting fit. They pushed the Warriors to seven and then lost. Fox had the finger and they didn't have like another guy who could compete I with I think Curry's Sacramento's 50. a really good Western fit. Hmm. Uh, all right, next one. Door number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. Door two, the Phoenix Suns. Door three, the Golden State Warriors. So I'm I'm thinking a lot about this one. First of all, I don't think any of these are terrible options. 
But I will say Milwaukee, Middleton is struggling to stay healthy. Drew Holiday is older. I think Beal fits here. Remember, you could move Grayson Allen, Bobby Portis, Chris Middleton. Um, Giannis, your dominant one. Bradley Beal also wants to go to a contender. He has a no-trade clause, so he's going to go to a good team. So would you say Beal's the two or Holiday's the two? I'd say Beal's the two, but Holiday I, or three is, is damn good. Yeah. So again, that's a that's a real team. That's a contending team. So they're going to lose. I think they're going to move Chris Middleton. I think yeah. they got the best of Chris. Chris had a good finals. They won a championship. I think they're going to move off him. Uh, which team is a better fit for Bradley Beal? Door number one, the Memphis Grizzlies. Door two, the Dallas Mavericks. Door three, Chicago Bulls. Sometimes desperation makes the deal. <laughs> I think Dallas works. Remember, Beal doesn't need the ball to score. They also have the ability. I think Dallas could move Tim Hardaway, Reggie Bullock. Um, There's a couple pieces there, but Luka and then an off-ball guard. This is why Kyrie didn't work, Jalen Brunson. They're more – I don't think Brunson's ball-centric, but he's better with the ball. Bradley Beal's got a Clay Thompson feel. All set up, you get me the ball. Uh, also, I think Beal's a, a willing defender. Kyrie's not. So Luka and Kyrie are two awful defenders. Yeah. I, I don't know if Beal, you'd have to look on analytics. I, I, when I watch him play, I think he's a willing defender. Like People will say Kyrie's way better than Beal, but it's it's fit matters. And I don't think a lot of people get that. Like Kyrie Luka felt like, hey, your turn, now it's my turn. Yeah, and the other guy would stare at the other guy. Yeah, as opposed to Beal uh, working perfect in that offense. And finally... Uh, door number one, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Door two, the Portland Trailblazers. And door three, the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, again, I think he would help all the teams. The Lakers were 25th in three-point shooting. Oh. And I think Beal's a real fit. Now, you may have to give up uh, uh, an Austin Reeves. I know you like him, but Bradley Beal's a much better player. And Bradley Peel, Beal also has a defined role. Austin Reeves is not a true point or a true two. He's a good player. He's like Malcolm Brogdon. Bradley Beal's a two. And so I think you'd have a, a defined AD role, a defined LeBron role, and a defined catch-and-shoot two. That's a really good Laker team. And those- You keep Rui, by the way. You, you keep Rui for his size. You'd have to move off a of D'Lo. You'd have to move off Jared Vanderbilt. You'd have to yeah. move off maybe Austin Reeves and some picks. I'd do it. So the picks would be 27, I think, and 29, or, tw- or 27 and 30 for the Lakers. By then, those picks could be super good picks uh, for Washington because LeBron's not going to be here in 2027. He's not going to be in the league. And they might be a 25-win team, and then Washington gets their picks. So maybe you're on to something with the Austin Reeves and picks. If it may I, not if I, look like okay, it. Okay, but if I told you right now, you're a Laker fan. Anthony Davis, LeBron, Bradley Beal. That can get to the finals. I think you're the favorites in the West over Denver. Well, I think you're viable. If I say to you, LeBron... A.D. and Austin Reeves. Your first thought is this. LeBron's old. What happens when LeBron does it? Bradley Beal's 20 a night. Austin Reeves depends on the matchup. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, Bradley Beal's going to be an impact guy anyway. But there are fits. Like, it, this is it's this is something that doesn't get discussed a lot. It's It feels so obvious to me, but NBA fans, I think NBA media gets this, fit matters. Kyrie and Luka was worth the swing. But if you watch Dallas with Kyrie and Luka, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. It it doesn't it doesn't work. It just it's just too much staring at the other guy because they like James Harden. 
James Harden needs the ball. So you end up staring and watching him. Yeah. And there are certain players. I think Beal is one of those rare players that works on every team in the league because he doesn't need the ball to score. Klay Thompson in his prime worked for every single team in the league. Kyrie's great. He didn't work in his prime with every team in the league. You know, we didn't drill down on the Celtics, but if there's a way you can add him to Brown and Tatum. But I don't see, I don't think he's perfect. So here's why. They need a facilitator. Right, that's not. That's not what Beal does. That's why everybody rolls their eyes at Jordan Poole. Okay, so he's not going to the Celtics. But if you just bring back the team, you remain a team with two really good wings. Yeah. A rim protector who you have to bubble wrap because he's never healthy, and a defensive guard. That doesn't feel like, to me, it's beating Denver. And also, sometimes in any business, you they call it seeing around corners. Can you see the problem before it hits? Well, so here's a Boston issue. Okay. Another year where Brown and Tatum didn't win. They're not losing tension. That well, didn't eliminate on, stress. On. You say didn't win. They were, uh, I think, the second favored team to come out of the East. I think they won 55 games. Like, what do what you mean didn't I? win? Just a title? It's, it's the Celtics. They didn't get to the finals. They, they went from finals backwards. So meaning the pressure and stress will be greater next year. It's not going to go back. And by the way, you think Joe Mazzula is an elite coach next year? No, no. Okay, so... The two issues I worry about, Mizzou, I'm sure it'll get better. Not Spo, not Malone. Yeah. So, like to, to me, the idea of just bring it back. Yeah. Okay, we know you have a problem. You do not have an elite coach. You have a tandem that are not ideal in tight spots, and you don't have a facilitator to your – I think people view the Celtics, and I did for a while, is inches away. And I'm telling you, if Bradley Beal goes to Miami – they are meters away. So they're not so, inches away. So Boston has three options. You run it back. It's worked. A lot of wins. Wouldn't do it. You blow it up by trading Jalen Brown. Wouldn't do that. So then you tweak around the edges with the Marcus I, Smart I and move, maybe Derek White. I would move Derek White, Marcus Smart. I would get a true scoring point guard who can facilitate. But is that enough? Is Washington going to say, yeah, Marcus Smart and Derek White? No, I think Washington wants picks. And that's why you're onto something with this Knicks thing. If the Knicks say, you know what? That's our guy. We'll give you R.J. Barrett and two first-round picks. I, if I'm Washington, I would, I would say R.J. Barrett and well, two first-round picks is better than you, Marcus the, Smart and Derek White. Well, you're a Knicks fan. You bang on R.J. Barrett all year, and now you're coveting him. Well, no, I'm saying he— I want somebody else. Mark, I want Okay, Marcus Smart or Derek White. Who would you rather— Marcus Smart. No, no, I'm, I'm saying— I'm sorry, uh, Der, uh, Derek White or R.J. Barrett. Who would you rather have in the trade? R.J. Barrett's probably yeah. more talent. Yeah, so Marcus Smarter, R.J. Barrett. I'd I, take R.J. Barrett. But if I'm so, I think the Knicks and Bradley Beal are really interesting. I mean, you're going to be good for like seven years, six years. So what I want, okay, what I want, I don't want Julius Randle. I probably want Mitchell Robinson. I want a rim protector. I want R.J. Barrett. Uh, there's some talent there. I want three first round picks. Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, I, I, and three Well, first? I don't want Julius Randle. So my takeaway is everybody wants Julius Randle out of New York. But if you add Bradley Beal and Julius is now your third offensive starter, I like that team. I'm okay with Julius. I like him as a player, as a three. Two years ago, he was a one. Last year, he was a two. The Knicks are moving in the right direction. Now he becomes a three. Okay. Now you're a team that can battle for the finals. Okay. When if he was a the, one, it yeah. was a fun story. When he's a two... You win a playoff series. 
Three? You can go toe-to-toe with Boston. Would you, if you're the Knicks, would you rather go after um, Carl Anthony Towns or Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal's more mature. And I think he, I think he... Um, would he cost less than Cat? I don't know. I had to look at it. I would take, I think, I think Carl uh, Anthony Towns, a little inconsistent, a little flaky. I think Beal's a real adult. I would go Jalen Brunson, yeah. Bradley Beal, Julius Randle. But I'm going to tell you, if you make that deal... And I'm in the East, and I make that deal. Then I want your rim protector because that Randall's not a rim protector. Right. So I want to. I want the Knicks to have to pay for. I'm not going to just hand the Knicks a great team. And Give me your rim protector. You can go draft one. So I want a little of your future. How about two to three first picks, Mitchell Rob? I don't know if it works out. Mitchell Robinson and then uh, R.J. Barrett. Anytime you're getting on Tom Thibodeau players who have been yeah. running to the ground by Tibbs. Yeah. Julius Randle's one of them. They don't age you, well. You're running a risk of, boy, that guy got yeah. old By the way, quick. as I'm saying this for the Knicks, I'm not looking at the money. You'd probably have to throw in another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I would want a promising young player. I would want a, a veteran rim protector, and I want a bunch of picks. But I think, I think the Knicks, to me, feels... Bradley Beal, to me, works great in two places. Tomorrow, Miami one, Knicks two. Those two work. Brunson, Beal, and Randall is is a pretty formidable. And if trio. I could keep Mitchell Robinson, you know, I mean, I got Giannis, I got Embiid, I got bigs in the East. You got to give me a big. Yeah, and, and Robinson was very good, I think, against the Cavs. He had a pretty good series. Yeah, something. Rand- Randall was the one who struggled, but he was injured. Yeah, no, Randall is a three. That's a real team. All right, we'll see you tomorrow live in Los Angeles. The herd. Hi, let's talk about. Pro Plan Sport, Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.